This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. All right, Ruskin and Zach here. Continuing here on ESPN Arkansas and hit that line.com. 866-285-4005. You can reach us on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Uh, what is this thing you handed me earlier? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That was um, oh, yeah. Elon Musk wants to uh, put Fitbits in people's brains, and they are taking uh, volunteers now. Hmm. 10,000 people have already registered. And uh, since DQ wants to chip people. Well, I mean, here you go. I think, DQ, this is an easy in for you. Uh, and we stick the Fitbit in your brain and uh, see what it is. Yeah. No. Why is it well, okay? Now, wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. Now, I need to clear some things up because <laughs> I saw the replies on Twitter when Zach just threw me under the bus did with not. this opinion. I did not. I simply said that you want to chip people. I said that I would, for this venture... I would only let the government control the chipping that that's in people. <laughs> and all of the replies on Twitter were like, oh, why would you start trusting the government now? Blah, blah, blah. Right, we yeah. already do. No, we don't. We trust the government with every other aspect of our life. Every single personal information that could be like used to harm us, the government already has. So, so why wouldn't you let Elon would, put a Fitbit? In because the brain? he's a private, he's a private corporation. Uh huh. Privatized and like public corporations are very different. Uh huh. I don't understand why nobody is like <laughs> nobody, jumping no, on board. For the first time nobody's just jump coming to your rescue and saying DQ is right. No, I, we already trust the government with everything, so I just wouldn't trust a private business mm. with. Something like that. Hmm. Okay. So that's a no on uh, <laughs> No, not on Elon's. Huh. Uh, here's a text okay. uh, from Scott Morlton. Really scared about the Auburn game. You freeze already beat us with a third string quarterback last year. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you need a Scott and Morlton every now and then, every don't now you? Then just you to, need just... a Scott and Morlton. Right. That's right. Yeah. I don't know, Scott. I think they'll win. <laughs> By two touchdowns. Double digits. There you go. There so it I'm is. Stealing your material and now. There it is. Can I have that one? Sure. Have at it. Use it three times. It's your own. <laughs> double, uh, double Derek digits. in Fayetteville in big, bold letters says, nobody trusts the government. Does okay, anybody- but you already do. You already do trust the government with everything. Your social security number, your... your That's because uh, they gave it to us. Address, everything. Mm. Mm. So they already... They already have everything. They already know where you are. Yes. So you might as well get a Fitbit so it's easier if, like, someone gets kidnapped or something. Bob and Branson says, uh, you may trust the government DQ, but I sure as hell don't. Are we going to get one of these Joe <laughs> Rogan loons calling in to t- discuss this? Because if we do, I'm leaving, and it's CQ's no, fault. No, no, no. No, you, no, you had yesterday off. No, I'm telling you. In, if, the, in the rotation. If we head down this road and one of these people calls in... <laughs> I'm not going to be held responsible. You two okay, can handle now it. That's all right? different. Being okay. held responsible. No, in the rotation, she had a, she had a week off. Uh, just like I just want ago. you to know what oh you're God. creating here. Okay, <laughs> just know what you're creating here. No, you started it. What, the, what? You said what is this? Oh, that's right. I did. All right, then. So now you have to sit well, here. I'm going to light the fire and then run away. Ah, How about that? There it is. There's our fire How about marshal. That? <laughs> that's right. Our fire marshal. Yeah. Leading from the uh, car driving down the road for uh, leading from the rear, leading from the rear. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So th- so they want to do that now. You- now th- you want to talk about conspiracy theories. This is the one I love this. I love this. Um, Mr. Dr. Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. I don't think he tore his Achilles. Why? I just don't think he. But, well, all of a sudden he's going to trust doctors to cut on his leg. Really? I don't. I find that difficult to believe. <sighs> Mr. Anti-Science? No, he's not He's not having any surgery done. Come on. Not happening. Maybe it wasn't as, as severe. Maybe he's a quick healer. 
I don't know. I don't care. Please get back on the field because I'd like to see the Jets do something. Oh, they're not doing anything with him. With, with that Rogers? line? With Aaron Rodgers, they got a better chance with uh, with him. With well, the yeah, guy. but they still have a terrible offensive line. Mm-hmm. They're not doing anything. It was never going to work. Fantastic. Maybe. I don't think he's hurt at all. Okay. He just doesn't want to play with that collection of stiffs. They're four and three, five, five and four. They're four and four, four now. And four. That's, that's, their team's far worse than them. Two of them play tonight. By the way, I just uh, I, I've been exchanging texts with uh, with Sterling. Yeah, he says take the Bears. Oh, really? Minus the three and a half. That's right. I'm putting the biggest bet I have ever put down on a game, a single game, right now. That's that's on this game. Yep. You're betting on this turd of a game tonight with your hard-earned money. Sure did. God, you're an idiot. <laughs> you are stupid. Why not? It's all profit at this you point. You like your money. Yeah, this isn't even my money I'm playing with. Oh, well, if it's their money. Yeah, I mean, this is their money, so. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about um, nautical news now? I've been, you sent out a text at God knows what time this morning yeah. about some sort of uh, log jam at the Panama Canal. I think I have your, uh, I think I have your explanation. Okay, we got an explanation on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, I know. We love nautical news here on uh, Ruskin and Sack. And uh, I just thought that... Um, you, we would get a kick out of this here. So, the, um... <laughs> right. But there is apparently a traffic jam when you're already late at um, at the Panama Canal. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. What okay. do you got? Well, okay. So, that is what the Panama Canal looks like. All oh, these ships. yeah, there's a bunch now, of None do- of you can see this, but That's there's right. groups of ships on both sides of the canal, and they Yeah, they're stuck. just waiting for their turn. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, the U.S., uh, gave c- control of the Panama Canal after 85 years back to the Panamanians, and it has been jacked up ever since. But now, our friends in the Chinese government are buying little pieces. They're buying some influence in and around the Panama Canal. And they are starting to slow. The process is slowing down. There's a bunch of ships down there trying to cut the corner, get through or quicker. The, what you used to get away with, you can't. It was starting when I was in there where things it was getting very, very difficult to get things through the uh, through the canal in a timely fashion. And it's, uh, I'm not shocked that there is a log jam back there. But I'm sure that there are, um, there are some heavy inspections going on. Oh. Uh, as, are people failing inspections? Uh, I'll tell you what. Failing in a, an inspection at the Panama Canal is no fun. Yeah. That is not a fun You better not have any drugs on the thing then. Because mm-hmm. they will park your boat where you can't move it. Right. Yeah. Okay. That was another thing I watched yesterday was that uh, they're at the Auckland Airport in New Zealand and they're inspecting bags and, and whatnot. That's a pretty good show. I mean, it's not not great, but I mean, it's something. We'll pass the time. Better, better than this, whatever we're doing. Yeah. Come on. But th- this is going, to, be, uh, this is going to, to end very poorly because there is no direct route from the east to the west or the west to the east other than the Panama Canal. No, and unless you go all the way And under. you don't want to do that. You don't want to go all the way. I mean, you're talking Cape Verde. Is yeah, that what you, it is? You, a, you might not make it, and B, oh, that true. is a long trip. Right. But is it longer? You see, you know what happens is um, whenever there's traffic, because there's like, I've lived here long enough where I can know two to two or three ways to get about anywhere. So when you look on the map, like you're going somewhere, I'm going to a West game from here. Okay. Okay. And I see uh, some some yo-yo, you know, parked his couch on 49, and everybody's looking at it. <laughs> so traffic's backed up from uh, from Pleasant Grove all the way to Springdale. Oh, great! But then, like, do you you have to make that decision, right? Where you're like, do I sit in the traffic, or do I go the other way? You go the other way. But everybody else is going to go the other way. Then you have traffic over there, and it's it's you know. These are the these are the decisions we have to make in life on the fly. I mean, come on. There's a great text from JT in Hot Springs. Have you had your boat parked at the Panama Canal? Yes, I have. Uh oh. What was on it that was illegal? There wasn't anything illegal on it. Oh. There was some paperwork that didn't match, Uh-oh. and they will stop you for something as simple as that. And what is right, yeah, rem- what is remarkable about that? Now, I had some some friends down there, but what is remarkable is that whatever language you speak. Now, the guys down there are fluent in like 27 million languages down there. But the language barrier gets a lot greater when there is there is a problem. Suddenly, everything needs to be submitted in writing. You're sending emails and waiting for them to get back to you instead of a phone call that you could have made at 4 o'clock in the afternoon taking care of it in five minutes. Canadians are worse. 
Canadians? Oh, the Canadians suck. Do the Mounties run the border no, patrol? Oh, no, they don't. There's, there is, if you get stuck in Bond in Canada, man, you are screwed. That is $25,000 a day. I would watch a show with the Canadian uh, mounted they police suck. working the border patrol. Well, they don't, they don't work the border patrol. Being very polite, going, they, oh, no, well. They're not. They are we're, not. We're going to have to take no. this uh, this car and, and and look inside it, don't you know? The worst thing, the worst thing ever happened was we had a guy get stuck uh, as going going from Detroit into uh, into Canada, and there's an island where you have to go through your inspection and do all that stuff. And on the island, they can put the pull the bridge up, and then you're just stuck there until they decide to let you go. Right. I had a guy stuck there for a week. Wow. Yeah, it sucks. Kept the bridge up for Kept a week. Kept the bridge up for a week. Wouldn't let him go anywhere. They put him in a little yard. And said, you know, you got to stay here. There's, in no, the yard. there's no restroom. There's no food. There's nothing. Canadians suck. Wow. Yeah, we need to invade them like now. You don't like Canada? I do not. Seems like a peaceful people. They're not. Not Their to cause any problems. Government sucks. Well, they seem like a peaceful people. They're though. not. Okay. All right. I'm actually well, searching the canal right now to see if anybody's stuck. So, um, you know, you had one bad experience with Canada. No, 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 no. Right? I had several. I, I've had, I've had several. That shouldn't, uh, that shouldn't change our attitude towards a whole nation. No. I do like their anthem. It is one of the better anthems. Do you compare? This is funny. Now, how does this work for you? Do you automatically assume that the U.S. has the best national anthem? Or, like me, when you heard the German one Sunday morning, did you compare a little bit and go, what? Yeah, ours is still pretty good. The (laughs) European national anthems sound like something you would hear at an opera. South American, something you hear at a carnival. Yeah. They're better. They are so much oh, better. Oh, so you think that so you American, are not, no matter what, are, the U.S. has the best national anthem. No, You're not no, on no, that no, train. No, no, All no, right. no, no, no. I think it's See, Chile, I'm a good Chile, American. Chile, I think, has the best one. Man, you could you could sit there and throw ski ball to that, and it's perfect. I like O Canada. It's got a good beat. Again, it you sounds dance like something to you it. would hear at an opera. In an Our opera home house. and native land. You would not hear the, the Chilean national anthem. You would hear that at the Washington County Fair. And yeah. it's delightful. Yeah. I think they need to win more so that I can hear it more. And yeah. for those of you Googling it right now, please enjoy. On me. The Chilean National Anthem. I forget what the name of it is. It's long, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, because some of them have like like 20 verses or something. I always wonder. Yeah, they're, like, they're incredibly they long. They play first verse only. They tell the entire story of the country. You know, that's the trick um, for the church crowd. That's the trick how you beat the, the Baptist to lunch. Is you start skipping verses when you're singing yeah, during Sunday service. Yeah. So it's like, that it's like poor, lapping them at Darlington. That poor third verse yeah, never, never gets sung. Mm. Ever. It's always first, second, and fourth. First and fourth. First and third. We are skipping <laughs> those verses, baby. We're going to get you out of there in a tight 110. Uh, Let's go. Derek Tex on 479 says Canada is responsible for the geese that attack you. That's fair. That's, 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 but they, they did give us hockey, though. Did they? Yeah. Okay. They did. Yeah. Ah, here, Ryan, now, that, pointing out you've never dealt with a, Can- with a Canadian bond in the winter. No, it sucks. My thing, too. Awful. My, my thing about uh, about you get a swift-moving worship service, and then for the closing prayer, dawdling up to the podium is the 117-year-old man. And you're like, well, yep. there went all the time yep. we saved right oh, there. We All that time, we're going to lose it in the pits. <laughs> right. Here he comes. <laughs> Slow it. See, Catholics, we don't have that problem. It's 43 minutes, in, out. That's right. Yes, That's right. With even us, with the us even, Protestants, even with the calisthenics, we got to do getting up and down. Yeah, I remember being a kid, and uh, I, I, you could, you could kind of keep the lineup in your head. And when you saw one person giving a prayer, like, oh boy, no, that's going to be a twenty-minute yeah. one right there. That's you at ever, least you ever walk in and you know, and you see the guy that's doing the service, and you go, oh man, we're going to be here forever. Yeah, we used to have a packed house for one particular priest because he would get you out in forty-three minutes, yeah. and then the other one was like an hour and twenty, and nobody went to that. Yeah. Like they, they had, they stopped posting who was doing the masses, <laughs> so that you, so that you wouldn't because attendance was dwindling. Attendance was like it was SRO at Father Scott's, but Father Ed, nobody wanted to be part of that because he would just ramble. Oh man! All right, um, uh, let's just see. Bob here says ours is the best because about it's about how we kicked England's butt and won the war. Then they come on next and sing. God save the king. <laughs> That's Bob and yeah. Branson on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Yeah. I was definitely thinking about, okay, is this national anthem better than ours? When I was listening to the German national anthem on, on Sunday morning. Chris North. describes the Chilean national anthem as a college fight song. I can see that. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. It's not It's not bad. 
I mean, it's something you can throw on, or, uh, throw in your, uh, your or rotation. a high school alma mater where it's this slow dirge until like the last right. like eight notes, and then it's the fastest song the band's ever played. You know, it's like ba da 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 do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Oh, did you see, you know, it. You know, the the more we think that um, the crazies are around us, oh, um, they are. The um, the more it seems like um, the crazies are everywhere, not just around us. Did you see what these these hicks in Wisconsin did? You'll have to narrow that down. So, you know, Craig Council leaves Milwaukee. Yes. To uh, go to be the manager of the Chicago Cubs. Bum, 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 bum. Yep. Yes. So, um, you know, the people of Wisconsin who are you know stuck there anti-upward mobility in life. You know, they took exception to this. So um, they uh, went outside of Craig Council Park in Whitefish Bay, mm. and they vandalized the sign at, at the little ballpark there named after Craig Council. What a, what a perfectly rational response to a man taking a job in a larger city. But perfectly. Well, the, are they the wrong with that at all? Also on the, the, the Brewers are stuck. This is what they are. It's a team that's never going to be able to compete for a, a World Series title unless they just catch lightning in a bottle. They're not going to spend a bunch of money. Council took it as far as he could. He went He went to a team that will actually spend money. That's it. He, he, he leveled up. It's like, I just love the, I'm going to show him. We're going to go out to the, we're going to get people together. We're going to go out to the park that and dude, mess up the sign. Born and raised in Wisconsin. Wisconsin guy. Went to Notre Dame. Goes, wins a couple of World Series with the Diamondbacks. Now he's, Leave him alone. Yes, it sucks losing your coach to to your rival, but it happens. It's fine. Well, wait, he's leaving. It, You're not supposed to do now, that. that we're, we're not. I know nobody wants to talk about baseball, but let, let's talk about how we all we all think that people in management are. You know, they, they get these general managers' jobs or head coaching jobs. We all think that they're smarter than the rest of us, right? That's the general. That's idea. the general assumption is that they know more about your team than anybody else. Now, what's it, Craig Breslow? Who's that? He's the GM of the Red Sox. Oh, okay. And uh, he had a he had a little uh, kind of a, uh, he went on a little media tour, and, and he took some questions, and he started going through his list of things that the Red Sox needed to do to get competitive again. All right, I'm, I'm all ears. Now, I will tell you that the Red Sox pitching is atrocious. Atrocious. Right. Among the worst in baseball, starting in the bullpen. First thing out of his mouth is we got to go get a right-handed second base. Runs were not the problem. Runs were not the problem. Well, well, giving up runs was the giving problem. Giving up, yes. No, okay. The giving score, up the runs. Was scoring the runs was then not Then he doubles down and says, well, you know, we got to fix first base. Yeah. No mention of, hey, we need somebody to come out of the bullpen and get people out. Right. Um, <sighs> terrible. So that's, Absolutely horrendous. Yeah. And then um, I saw this today. Did Hunter write an email to um, no. a bunch of fans about um, getting people to write their congressmen about NIL or whatever it was? Did Please I see tell this? Me no. I uh, I think I saw it. Somebody put it on one of the boards here. Um. So 
Arkansas's approach on NIL is, well, someone needs to do something about this. While 13 other schools in the league are, as Danny West pointed out on, on the board, while you're taking a leak, you can hold your phone up and scan a code and donate to the NIL at some of these other schools. Meanwhile, Arkansas is like, oh, someone should do something about this. What does he want him to do? I don't know. Okay, a random guy with a 501 says it was a letter to donors. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, that's why I didn't get one. Yeah, you're not a donor I anymore. I refuse. That's right. Yeah, you're, you're not on that list. I, no. I think that this is a very um, this is a very tenuous moment in Arkansas history in terms of this NIL thing because... Um, hang on. What does he want them to do? Okay, I'm going to write my congressman. Look, on, on all the are, things that I'm going to write my congressman about, NIL is about 50th. Right. What does he want me to write about? Well, he is part of this uh, group that wants all the rules to be the same in all 50 states because they're different in each of the states right now with, with NIL and all that stuff. So he doesn't want competition. He wants, he, he wants a, a uniform set of rules for he everybody. He knows that he is in a small state with limited funds, and the only advantage you have is the socialism model where everybody plays by the same rules, Okay, no matter how rich you are. So That's the only the shot they got. So he wants the government to go in and put, in regu- put regulations in place on NIL. Now, right. I'm, college athletics in general is a sport which cheats its ass off in every way, shape, and form. Right. So now we're going to we're going to have the government come in. And they can't do anything right. Right. So now we're going to bring that. You we're going to do this is this is the plan. This is your plan. Right. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, in other states, you know, as uh, Danny West pointed out on this uh, message board, like again, like above the 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 urinal, it's like, hey, scan this code and donate to the you know Ole Miss Collective or the NIL just, or whatever, or LSU former, or whatever. Former quarterback at Oklahoma State started up his own thing. He's asking for a hundred bucks. People can afford that. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like um, the um, the Arkansas approach is we're going to live with it, but we're not going to embrace it. And um, I don't know if that's a great philosophy right now. While uh, the thing is the way it is, which is you know tilted one way or the other. What you got to do in a situation like this, is you have to find the advantages you do have and you have to exploit the hell out of them. That's here's, what you have to do. Here's what I don't understand. And, and maybe you can explain this to me like I'm a moron. I, I, I purchased season tickets, and I have since 1997, for a school. Those right. tickets, total donation, is about... I, it, it runs just south of about $7,500 a year. Is what it costs me with all of the fees and all of the things that go into buying these things, about 7500 bucks. For someone like me, I can't afford to give you any more. I give you what I can well, give you. That's the other thing. But, but why, why are you coming back to me and asking for more? What is in it for me? Well, the tickets? Hey, you want to give me two tickets to every game? Fine. I'll pay for those. I get a game out of it. But Why the, am I giving you more? What's in it for me? Well, the NIL is not tied to the tickets. So the way it works is that... But, fa- but what fa- I'm saying is you're, I would if, if they did that, I would have gotten the email. If, if Notre Dame does that, I'm getting the email, hey, I need more money from you. Right. Okay, well, great. What's in it for me? You, you um, keep get to keep your seat in the club. You know what? I'd like to eat too, Hunter. <laughs> Well, he was not asking for money in this particular instance. He was because asking that for- didn't work. Well, I mean, they've already done the whole "Hey, give us money." That didn't work. You got it figured out. You don't need me. Oh my God, I find that hypocritical. Go ahead. What? I'm trying to explain stuff, <laughs> I, and you just, just keep flying I, off after I, every I, sentence. I mean, Jesus, man. <laughs> I, I'm trying to explain how this works. Okay, fire away. <laughs> okay, this, this doesn't so, make any sense to me. But I mean, the 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 school is very closely tied with the foundation, right? And that's who controls the tickets. And the school doesn't want to lose any money going to the foundation, so they're kind of sort of ham-handedly embracing the NIL side, which none of that money goes to the school at all. None of it. Totally understand that. Right. But what I'm saying is, okay, turn it around. You're you're in that situation. You've got tickets. Yeah. And I guarantee you she got the email. Probably, yeah. Now, my question to you is, what's in it for you? Well, that's, 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 well, this is why I'm not in charge of this because, um, 
I get no satisfaction at all in any of this because there's more losses than wins. But you see what I'm saying? Yes, it's I, like, okay, I get the tickets. All right, I'm paying for the tickets. I get to go to a game. All right, fine. That, that's cool. That's the exchange there. But now right. you want more. What right. are you doing for me? Right. Well, no, that's always, I think that's always the question that comes okay. up. when they that's ask, what I was getting at. When they ask for more, well, like what with the ticket side, they always, you know, the donation's going up this year to keep your tickets in the spot mm-hmm. that they're in in the stadium or whatever. So the question always begs, well, what do we get? Well, you get to keep sitting in that seat. We, well, we allow you, you in. Thanks. If you like that seat, right. you get to keep it. That That's what you get. And, you know, maybe we'll throw you a free hamburger yeah, or somebody, something like that. If I get a parking pass at baseball, great. Right. I, it just, this constant, just, you're going back to the same people and asking what, for more and more money. Well, what I don't like, well, there's not a lot of people to ask that's around what I'm, here. That, and that's what I'm getting at. In that number, is getting smaller and smaller right. and smaller. There's not a smaller. lot of people to when ask. When they went into baseball, what did they do? People who had tickets for 20 years, they ran them out. Right. Or pushed them down the line. Yeah. Gave them to the corporations. At some point, at some point the corporations go, you know what? We don't want this. Yeah. Then what? The, 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 the dynamic of the lower bowl, of, well, the dynamic in general of Bud Walton Arena has completely changed in 30 years when there was a donation, but to get in was $15. 15 bucks, And it was a much larger cross-section of the state in there. Now... It's a lot more than fifteen dollars just for the ticket, right. and then you got to donate. It's it's a little bit it, less crazy. of a cross section. Okay, so we just got the same text back to back. Jennifer and Fable says the theory is that you get a better product on the field court, etc. How's A and M doing? I mean, we can we can list. Look, that is true. I don't. You've you got to have someone. It's like, um, well, I mean, this goes back to the uh, to the Yankee or the Red Sox thing that you were talking about a minute ago. It's like, okay, you can have all the revenue yes. in the world, but if there's but not someone in charge yes. that knows where to yes. distribute the funds, that knows we don't need another second baseman who, with, with, with good hands, exactly. then you, you are going to be, uh, you know, in Texas A&M land where they have a trillion dollars and they go five and but seven then, every I year. Mean, it's, it's like, do I trust them with my money or do I trust me with my money? Eh, you know what? I'll keep my money. Thanks. I This, this idea that... You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise your prices across the board for everything. That includes parking, concessions, whatever it is. We're gonna raise the price, and we're gonna still well, expect you to show up. And you have no hope of ever getting back in if we kick you out. And then well, we want more. No, you can get back in. You just have to go. Oh, you're back going to in the, the yeah, end you, of the you line. You go back yeah. to the end of the line, right. or you have to buy them on the well, secondary market. Well, here's the market. thing again, as we've talked about with this NIL stuff before, is that the NCAA got just it's hat handed to them in court. They are in no way, shape, or form willing to do anything about any of this stuff. And so now, what do you have? In a desperate Hail Mary attempt, they're trying to get... And I've, I don't know if you followed along with any of these congressional hearings. It turns into one big pep it rally. Is. That's all where it every, is. Every rep up there from whatever state they are just talks about how great their hometown team is. It accomplishes absolutely zero. They also zero. Know there's nothing they can do. They know well, that, true. but it's all they're doing is scoring. They don't points. want to. They no. just want to go. Well, you know, college athletics was so beautiful at one time in my home state. Yeah. That the fighting mules are are doing. We're proud. We're proud right. of all that. And, and this, you know, the and you know, Mike Neighbors has talked about this openly. He's been, you know, when he's been on here, he's talking about the revenue sharing. Okay, well, that's going to help. But this idea that there is just this cash cow where you could just keep going back to the same people and say we need more, but we're not going to guarantee you anything. We're not going to tell you what we're doing with it. Yeah. Is that's a that's a bad business model. Yeah, no, no, that's that's. And I, you know, you and I are in the same boat. We just do it at different places. And like, if they came to me and said, "Well, we're raising your ticket prices again," I'm probably out. And I know it's coming. I've had those things for 25 he, years. Hunter's point, I believe, in the um, uh, in the letter to the editor and in this is that what's coming down the pike is at a place like this where they don't have a two, $300 million athletic de- department budget. What's going to happen is sports are going to have to go away because in an order to revenue share, you can't have 19 well, sports. Look at what you happened at the it. University of Arizona today. Right. They announced that they are $248 million short. They mm-hmm. misappropriated $248 million. Guess what's on the chopping well, let me, block? Let me ask a question. Yeah. I mean, I can understand, you know, at the end of the day, the cash drawer is, you know, a couple bucks off here and there. How is the drawer two hundred and forty-eight million dollars? Same way the government loses three trillion (laughs) dollars. Same way, but guess what's first up on the chopping block? It's not getting rid of sports. That's correct. And what's going to happen? Everybody's going to get all wound up about it. Right. 
Yeah, they are. They are pricing themselves out of the uh, one. One texter just said, you know, the, the common fan is eventually not going to be able to go to these things. But That's once right. A year. Right. Or it's, what's already happening now is the common fan can only go to things like the Purdue thing, yeah. where it's an open call. Yep. We'll let anybody in without a donation. Pay the you know the twenty bucks or whatever it was, and come on in. But or, or the red white game or uh, or or the North Little Rock game. Where it's not tied to all that yeah. stuff, but yeah, to be a regular uh, customer, uh, it's um, it's difficult for regular people, I, I, I just, suppose. I don't know where this is going, but I think asking Congress for help. Well, you know, they like don't you know say, what they're it's doing. It's a hail mary. Uh, that it's not it's not even a hail mary. It's just stupid. But imagine, let's just think about this for a second. In, in college athletics, like you see this change around you, and like you know, you are a you are. You're, you're hanging to the door in the middle of the ocean. Like, there's nothing out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Like, the NCAA's not helping you. The government's not helping you. Your school's not. Like, nobody is there. Yeah. There's no one out there that can your, assist you. You also put yourself in that spot. That's also I true. I mean, the NCAA was at least holding it together, and it was their problem if everything broke down. Mm-hmm. Now it's your problem. Right. And the yep. NCAA's going, hey, man, we're just doing the NCAA tournament. No. I, party planners. I, I totally understand and agree with the fact that they all made this bet. Okay. With NIL and the portal, like everybody made this bed. Um, but now, I mean, just, just trying to think about what it's like out there in the middle of the ocean where you're like, anybody but, help I me? Mean, I mean, anybody? Honest question. Honest question. Let's say you got club seats to go see FIU and they cost you 125 apiece. Okay. Would you rather go see that? Or would you go rather see the Chiefs and the Raiders at Arrowhead? Same price. Maybe next level up. Hmm. I'm going to the Chiefs and the Raiders. It's a better yeah. product. Yeah, it's a better product. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua Sound Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Thanksgiving dinner will be memorable this year at the historic Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in Hot Springs. Thursday, November 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Venetian Dining Room, you'll have a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12 dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under 6 eat free. Reservations required. Must have credit card to hold reservations. Call 501-623-7771 or log on at arlingtonhotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu items. Let's uh, bring in Chuck Barrett, a voice of the Razorbacks and our radio pal every Thursday here on Pulling double duty this week. He's going to have to do Thursday and Friday because he skipped last week. Is that true? Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that I, was, I think I forgot to text you that part. That was, uh, that was not knew. my understanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were at the Bass Tournament last week. and uh, yeah. you know, How'd I, you boys do up there? Did you uh, survive? Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, actually. A minor sunburn. But yeah, that's Derek, it. Derek got very sunburned. It was a minor sunburn. Very sunburned. Um, we saw fish. Uh, we saw boats. Um, you know, it was, it was a good outing. Was well, a- you sound like a couple of good old boys. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, Derek does not have his sea legs. We did the show from a dock. And yeah, uh, you ever do that? You ever do? Oh, the I saw the picture. Hey, I did the show one time years ago when uh, I believe they were dedicating the new park down in Russellville, the state park there at Dardanelle. I think it was me and the producer and a dog. I think that's basically what we had there. <laughs> we uh, we learned a ton. I, I, are you a fisherman, an angler? Well, you know, every once in a while I okay, go. Yeah. Well, they, they had, and everybody seemed to know this but me, um, they have these bags they put the fish in, and they fill them with water to put the fish in them to keep them alive, but they have holes in them. And the water drains out by the time you get up to the, the scale. You know, you put the fish on, there's no water in there. I thought they were handing out goodie bags. Like yeah, they did kind of look like they look vaguely like tote bags right. you would get at some I sort it was of like a, a children's event. birthday party where yeah. they were hand like they were just yeah. handing them to them as the guys were coming in. I'm like, oh, cool, goodie bags. Yeah. And then you know it was pointed out to me that those carry the fish. I did know that. 
I did okay. know that. I, I did that's, not. That is my limited knowledge. It was yeah. uh, it was fun though. We, was we our, had a good time. Our first trip to a pro fishing tournament ever. Yeah. We may may have eaten the best burger either of us have ever had. Yeah, while it we was good. There. Yeah. Jim Fitzgerald it's hooked damn. us up. It was amazing. Yeah. It was good. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun. Yeah. In fact, I missed being with you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the call uh, went like this, Chuck. Uh, you know, you're gonna be, uh, you're not gonna be able to. Do <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Chuck, how you deal with the time change? We're struggling. I'm not. Uh, I'm not good with it right now. Okay. I've been. Uh, I've been tired all week. Yeah, yeah. It, we're all struggling with it. Uh, is it just? A, is it really bad this I, year, or is it just? Nope. Is it just we're all old? Well, that's part of it. There's no question. That's part of it. Psychological, old. You know, those would be the two main things. I think. Yeah. In your I, mind, and you're old. I think I handled it better um, when I was awake in my 20s at the bar. When the time change happened, yeah. it seemed yeah. like there was less ramifications. But yeah, it's Thursday, and I'm still, you know, dragging butt over here. That's when you could stay up for the time change, and then you could stay up for New Year's. Oh yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you can't stay up for either one. No, I, I can. I watch. I'll watch the ball drop on the DVR the next morning. When, when's the last time you stayed up to midnight to watch to watch all of that go down? Like real midnight, not oh, not the eleven o'clock. Even. We're watching the you know we're watching the ball drop in New York City. It's been a while. I mean, yeah. I can't even remember the last time, to be honest. It's been 10 years since the last time I did that. Yeah. And we I, sound no, like a bunch of party guys. Yeah. We has got to be over there yeah, just you shaking just, her head. Going, you just got to oh, catch a bunch us of before losers. 7. <laughs> Chuck, you just got to catch us before 7. That's right. I go for not just the Eastern time zone, but whatever the time zone is beyond that. Greenwich that's who I celebrate time. the New Year. Yeah, Greenwich, uh, Greenwich Mean Time. That's who I go with France. for the New Year. Yeah. France or <laughs> yeah. seven right. hours when, ahead. When those fireworks right. blow up on the Eiffel Tower at I'm a quarter to right. or at, at 4 out. p.m. at Central Time. All right, that's good enough for Let's me. Have a little dinner and call it a night. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I've also found, uh, and maybe you're this way too, uh, Chuck, but I'm more of a morning person now. I don't have to be up in the morning, but I'm always, I just don't, uh, being up late at night doesn't interest me anymore. Now, that is being old. I mean, that is. <laughs> I mean, there's no way around. It happened to me, and it'll happen to everybody. Yeah, all of a sudden, mysteriously, you just start getting up early for no good reason at all. It's because you have to pee, and then you don't go back to bed. Well, that is a big part of yeah. it. There's no question. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's the reason I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. It's like, you go, you know, you, and you're just like, well, do I go back to bed or I just start doing stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah, and then that, you start thinking. Right. And you start worst. thinking. Well, and let, let, before you know it, you're just up. Yeah, let's not get yep. carried away. I'm not thinking. I'm, I'm well, just, you know. You know, what I do. Your mind's wandering. Exactly. Yeah, and then, you know, it's been 45 minutes, and right. you're like, well, you're, like, I'm here. you're even further into right. no man's land of sleep or, or wake up. Yeah. sounds good, and, you know, maybe I'm a little hungry, and, and away we go. Yeah. horrible. It's <laughs> a horrible existence. <laughs> Oh, well. All right. Uh, you can send us a text here if you want to uh, get in here at 866-285-4005. As uh, Graham and Prairie Grove called this old fart talk. You know what? It really is. I mean, it really is. We're just warming Chuck up like a Buick. <laughs> like an old Buick on a 30-degree day. That's Well, all. let's talk about something he can identify with. Yeah. Uh... Chuck, do you believe the moon's supposed to be there? <laughs> we, we found out today that the moon is hollow. Well, uh, I didn't really thought about that, but uh, yeah, it's supposed to be there. What do you mean? Well, Big Mike and Waldron, who is our science correspondent, said that when uh, the astronauts <laughs> were there and they rocketed away from the moon, that when the pieces of the the lunar module landed on the Earth, it rang like or on uh, on the moon, it rang like a bell. And there are uh, people at NASA that were talking about being able to hear the ring. So the the moon is hollow. Huh? Well, I didn't <laughs> know that. I didn't. Either. I didn't know I, that. So, you know, maybe bring that up with Zim during blowout material. Yeah, you time. know, if, you, if, you know, you, if you've got a moment in a 25-point game, right. like, hey, you know, the moon's not I, supposed to be there. I, I think his head might explode. <laughs> or if you Do really want to, if you want to derail Zach to Bozart, throw it back to him, going, "Hey, Zach, you know the uh, the moon's hollow." <laughs> problem with Zach is he would have a clever retort. He would probably, oh. you know, you know, he would say, you know, I read that. And um, and then you I got mean, nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Do you have, um, like, if you do get a uh, a dull game, um, do you have a list of stuff that you can go to in the bag? No. No? No. No. Okay. Now, I mean, there will be, um, you know, if it's a bad game, you may start looking around the arena for other things to talk about. <laughs> And you may try to, you know, you may recall some things that 
maybe happen during that week or something to give you something to talk about. Now, but. like in other sports, it translates a little bit because they made two seasons out of Robert Moore's dad is the general manager of oh, the yeah. Kansas City Royals. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And uh, I don't it, know if you heard, but his dad was. <laughs> and the, then Dave uh, Van Horn manager. gave up number two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just. <laughs> You know, just things to think about. As, uh, yeah, as those were uh, those were two of the most overused baseball notes of whatever year that was. Yeah. They were overused. That's so, a tough spot because you know everybody watches these games, and these announcers from national uh, television they fly in here. This is the only game they're doing. Probably that's right. That's and what so, happens. And so they're like, "Oh, this is interesting." And then the audience is like, "Well, we've heard this thirty times already." <laughs> I can assure you, Phil on the radio or Brett Dolan on television, they didn't tell that story every time the Razorbacks play. One time, That's one right. time, but, uh, game one. every time you saw them, you know, and and it's it's exactly what you said, Ruskin. I mean, you, you've you've got a new crew coming in, and they go over the notes. Oh, well, that's interesting, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, everybody says the same thing every game. I that's exactly why it I happened. I guarantee yep. you nobody has the moon's hollow. That's right. That is not well, I guarantee you, you're probably right on that's that. That's not in anybody's game notes to, to go no, over it's that. not. Yeah. Um, we have not mentioned uh, the, the football game once <laughs> or the today. Basketball game. Or the basketball game. No, we've been saving it for you, Chuck. We, that's we, what we've been doing. We missed the basketball game on Monday. Our apologies. We were, at, uh, we were out and about uh, at uh, a thing. We went but, to a comedy show. I heard about together. that. Yeah. Well, not together, really? but I mean, he was I mean, there. I mean, well, thanks. I mean, you don't have to say it like that. Well, Who I, bought know, drinks? Who bought the drinks? Zach bought his own drinks. Yeah. Wow. Right. And I was hopped Dutch, up huh? on cold medicine, so I didn't want to drink and, you know, end up in a situation. So I just yeah. had water. And, it was uh, boring. Good for you. And while we were there, Ruskin's fiance told, us, told me how much volume you can give them before it shows up. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, you know, I want you to be subpoenaed, too. You're bringing everybody down. I'm bringing everybody with me. If he's going down, everybody's going straight. Absolutely. Dragging everyone with him. Yeah. Um, But uh, we did get a text. I don't know if it was someone messing with us or if it was a legit take that uh, they were were concerned about the Auburn game. You know, they were worried uh, about, you know, Auburn coming in here and, you know, whatever. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Yeah, what do you think? I don't know. I think Arkansas will probably win. But uh, think, that Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze is a crafty one, though. You, I mean, he did bring a uh, a Liberty team in here and uh, and take everybody's lunch money not one year ago. So you got to watch out for that. He did, and um, you know he beat Alabama twice when he was at Ole Miss, and nothing makes them love you at Auburn more than beating Alabama, and that's that's what got him the job. And besides that, I mean, he had some success at Ole Miss, and I think he will at Auburn. They've struggled to score some this year. Uh, they really portaled up on the defensive side. They've 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 got a lot of guys over there. Um, Arkansas, I think, will have. It, it's it's not going to be a cakewalk, but I do think that they showed last week they can move the ball and score some points. And Auburn doesn't score quite as much as some of the other teams out there, but Arkansas hasn't either. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I I. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've watched Auburn enough on defense. You know, they, they've got good athletes. This is not by any stretch of the imagination going to be his best team there. But I, I'm more curious to see how they adjust to what Kenny Guyton did because the offense looked better. It looked like it had life. They did the things, as Sam said in his postgame uh, press conference, they did the things that they practiced. Uh, they got KJ away from the line of scrimmage. They let him just sort of do the things that he does best. And it looked better. It wasn't perfect, but I thought it looked better. Well, they had the one-two punch. They had KJ and Rocket. And I think that'll be the one-two punch again Saturday. And it'll be the one-two punch against FIU and Missouri, too. And if there's a game beyond that, that'll be the one-two punch. When you really look at what happened down the stretch, they put the game on those two guys' shoulders. Now, obviously, the offensive line had a lot to do with it, and I'm not taking anything away from them. But, you know, KJ ran with a purpose, and I thought Rocket did, too. And uh, the offensive line played well. The tempo seemed to help them. And I know they changed up a lot of their blocking schemes. And uh, I say a lot. They changed up enough to where they could run what they wanted to run. And it looked to me like, you know, in some respects, it was it was kind of like old times. I mean, when they'd run that stretch play and Rocky would cut back, I mean, that's that's what they've hung their hat on now for two or three years. So I thought they looked a lot more like, what we thought they might look like at the start of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's, I, I, 
fans and people like us will never understand why when something works, coaches stop running it during a game. But that's it's it's a it's a far too common tale sometimes it, it, on teams that uh, are struggling. It's like if you could just find a way to get rid of the clutter and just they always say, you know, get back to basics. And that's kind of what what happened here with Arkansas. Well, when you think about all the optimism that we had back in the summer when we were all predicting records and people were getting carried away, as they always do, right. all the optimism was based on KJ and Rocket. That's what all the optimism was, was, was based on in most people's minds. Well, this was the first game that you really had them on the field together where it looked like they were in sync. You know, and, and um, I thought, you know, whatever they did those two weeks, um, they rejuvenated that offense. And I'm not saying you're going to score 39 points Saturday, but they're going to score more than three. I'm certain of that. And, um, you know, it, it – um, I just thought they, you know, they played with some passion, played with some life. We saw it on the first series. I mean, I think we saw the first series going down the field that things were going to be different. Yeah. We were talking with Brett Good yesterday, and Brett was talking about just you know kind of getting that you know, getting the getting that bad feeling you know out, out of the locker room. You get the win, and everything at that point seems possible. And you know, and I asked him just point blank, I'm like, do players care about going to that bowl game? And he said, Oh hell yeah, they do. That's a big that's a bigger deal than I think. Like you know, we get cynical about it. You know, oh Nashville, Memphis, it's a big deal to the players. It's one last time to put the pads on for some of the guys. Maybe the last time they get uh, you know get to put the pads on. So it is a huge motivation for them to get to six and six, and I thought they played like it. You know, they uh, the vast majority of players want to go to bowl games. Now we tend to focus on some of the stars sometimes that don't play, and there will always be a handful of those guys. But for the vast majority of those players, bowl games are important. If Arkansas makes a bowl game this year, for some of them, it'll be the last time they ever play. You know, period. That'll be it. There won't be any more football after that game. And they do get a little, uh, you know, they get some stuff when they go, and they like that. But, you know, kids enjoy being with their group, you know, whether it's a team or a football team or whatever team it is, or even if it's not sports. I mean, they like being with a group, and they want to do it as long as they can. And so, yeah, they want to go to a bowl game. And, yes, we do get cynical. Somewhere along the way, we started thinking that, man, if you're not in the BCS, as we called it then, or the playoff now, that you're not any good and that the season's a wash. Um, But I'll say this. I've never been to a bowl game, and this includes a bunch of them. We've been to some of the minor ones, you know. Uh, Shreveport, but I've never come home thinking, man, I wish I hadn't gone. You know, that, that's that's that that's never happened one time. And everybody that I've ever seen travel to a bowl game is having fun. You know, even if they don't win, they're having fun. They go on the trip. They have a good time. Now, people can be cynical watching at home, and, and I get it. But, um, yes, it's a big deal to those kids, and that's the carrot that they've got dangling out there right now. But I mean, you got to beat Auburn first. What's the coolest thing you ever got from a bowl game? Tommy got a uh, denim citrus bowl jacket that he found in a closet. He's very proud of it. Denim? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's like a That's Canadian big. tuxedo. Everything the Cotton Bowl used to hand out was yeah. always the best. Yeah. yeah I got some good. nice luggage and some pullovers and stuff from them. Luggage? Were always yeah. nice. I gotta, wait, wait, wait. Luggage? Well, yeah. I got to get into one. My, of first, my first bowl game was the Cotton Bowl with Missouri. And the, the bowl gift for the media was a Columbia fleece jacket. Really? And I remember that. And I I'm like, that. I'm going to like this. And then the next bowl I went to, like, you know, it was, you know, a, a box of crackers or something. I'm like, okay, not all bowls are created equal. Well, as, as, as odd as it sounds, one of the worst bowls we've ever been to for stuff was the Sugar Bowl. Absolutely. I mean, it was brutal. I mean, I think we got a pen, you know. Absolutely. And, and uh, that's basically what it was. And. I mean, I was I was shocked, honestly, when we went that it was uh, it was not any bigger, or better than it was. But the, boys, the Cotton Bowl, you're not going to beat the Cotton. No, bowl. No, it, it's it's big time. That Sugar Bowl, it was so. It seemed like, oh man, there's a game today. Like I'm looking, we we get there after doing our pregame stuff, and then you guys are on the air, of course. So Tommy and I are making our way up up through the Superdome, and nobody has the flip card. No one has the 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 lineups or the rosters or anything. And I see Sean McDonough, who's calling the game on ESPN Radio, 
trying to hunt down a flip card. I'm like, if Sean McDonough can't get one, then I'm not getting one. I mean, good grief. It's crazy. Some of these some of these bowls, that's the only game the event staff, at, at least the people that, that run the, you know, uh, run what we do or run some of the things that fans deal with, that's the only game that they do all year long at some of these bowls, not all of them. Right. But um, – Ah, oh, the Cotton Bowl's always done it better than everybody else. And they used to have. I haven't been since um, during the new stadium, but when in that '07 year, they had this big giant breakfast the day because it was a ten o'clock yeah. start back then. Yeah, they had yeah. this big giant breakfast in one of the halls right. there at, at the fairgrounds. Right. Oh, yeah. it was fantastic! It's great. I, I didn't make that, but um, they um, they always do it right. Good, I love the Cotton there Bowl. Good media swag at the uh, the tournament. Basketball, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Vegas I think there was some stuff. Right. Well, most of that stuff they've, uh, you know, they've 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 really cut back on uh, that stuff. But you know, I've I've always got my hand out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and if and if you don't get it free, believe me, they've got it for sale. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Now, now I I don't want to you know I want to jump in here, but I mean if if they're going to a bowl game, I I think we need to open this up to other people other than Ty. Because he seems yeah. to like have cornered the market say. on all the free stuff. Yeah. Well, not to mention he's like pretty much over. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. real. I yeah. mean, this kind of season, you can't put it in the hands exactly of yeah. Ty Are Richardson. you okay? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. Oh, there, hey, there's nothing worse than trying to do a show when you're uh, when you're coughing. Now, he may be nothing back worse. a day early, but I do appreciate him rolling in here. Well, I mean, I you got to play hurt, man. You yeah. That's that's true. That's true. I just That's what adults do. They go I, to work when they're sick. I just didn't like Get everybody in here else sick. And like <laughs> sounding like crap. I like I I feel like I owe to the people to at least sound decent. Uh even if I don't have anything decent to say, but uh, anyway, what's Well, it's good you came back anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, don't make him laugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm okay. I get a, It's just a cruel game we play. <laughs> going to get a loss in here. Have we accomplished anything? Yeah, we've talked about okay, sports. Right. Did we, the, did we the, hit the sports quota? I don't want the suits. You guys on. going to the basketball game tomorrow night? You guys uh, going to make we've, it? We've actually got playoff games tomorrow. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll go up to, them, to the playoff now, game. Now, Bentonville plays, uh, is it Bentonville or Bentonville West? West. Bentonville West. West play, uh, hosting, okay. hosting Northside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then First uh, round? First yeah, round? First round, yep. Yeah, and where I'm, are you, Zach? I am actually, uh, I'm freelancing a little bit. I'm, uh, I'm doing Hot Springs at Shiloh. Wow. Yeah, okay. So that, it'll be At fun. the field of champions. Hot Springs and Shiloh are in the same classification. Five A. Yeah. Yep. Five A. Hot Springs High School. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Trojans. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah, yep. It's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, there's a couple players in there that uh, that are D1 guys. Wow. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Playoffs are fun. Yeah. I had to. I was in the throes of the uh, of the of the throat thing about. It started at about halftime. And I haven't listened to it, but that had to be the worst half of football. A, it's a blowout game, and then B, I can't talk. So I'm just—it uh, was—it was terrible. But, hey, yeah. grandmothers and girlfriends in games like that. As That's long right. as you don't offend them, write you'll that be down okay. on your hand if you get the blowouts. Grand, grandmothers and girlfriends. And girlfriends. Okay. That's exactly yeah, right. what the deal is. Russ, right we're going to put Ruskin in the week over the weekend into lung management. That's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll get lung him, management. We'll get him figured out. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing, here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. And with 64-inch TVs, beer, burgers, and, you know, wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the big game. So bring the gang and join us this football season at your local Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock, 
Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game. Roar! Uh, Chuck, you're ready to do the polls. We're gonna, we're gonna, we may. I am ready. Yes, we, we may lose him. That's uh, okay. You're asking he's Zach. Being, he's <laughs> giving it the good college <laughs> try today. He, he is. He has come in and he is. Uh, he's stuck it out today. Uh, you're Ruskin and Zach uh, X polls. Uh, Chuck, when eating food that is extremely hot, do you blow on it first, or do you just put it in your mouth and go? <laughs> uh, I blow on it first. Okay, fifty-six point nine percent of you uh, said that you blow on the. I've uh, done both. <laughs> I, I did. Th- I did that the night before I wrote that uh, poll, and it made me think of it. Yeah. Uh, what is stopping you on your resume from telling a future employer that you were the general manager at Toys R Us? It's not like they can call and verify it. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, there you go. 70.8% of you said absolutely nothing. Uh, the L.A. Clippers announced that they uh, their new arena in Inglewood be, would be ready for next basketball season. Are they a 40-year-old that's finally moving out of their parents' basement? <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, 95% of you said yes. Uh, Chuck, is saying someone is not conventionally attractive the same as saying someone's ugly? Well, it's in the ballpark, yes. 81% of you said yes. Chuck, we had a, a riveting discussion about Bigfoot's. Uh, is is Bigfoot real? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen Bigfoot. I don't think it's real, but I guess it might be. 55% of you said no. Uh, Chuck, should all roads have a minimum speed limit like interstates do? Yes. I, I think this is something that if you run for Senate, this is something I think you should uh, you should pass. Ooh. 83% of you said absolutely 100%. Um we should have uh, minimums on interstates. Let's see here. I'm sorry. I'm scrolling through. A, like, you should have minimums on every street. Yes, 100%. Uh, Chuck, the U.S. Postal Service, incredibly unreliable. In addition to tracking numbers, should we be given the carrier's cell phone number, too, just to be sure? I <laughs> uh, think would be ringing all the time. You think so? Yeah, I think it would be. All right. Uh, 85% of us said yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, who, uh, this is a great question for you. Who's big man on campus right now? Is it KJ, Trevor Brazil, Kendall Diggs, or somebody else? Well, I think it's KJ. I think it's KJ right now. But, you know, it's all subject to change. 49% of our respondents said Trevor Brazil. Yeah, well, there's a lot more promise for basketball right now. You know, yeah. people are excited about it. I can see that. Yeah, I I, I can understand where, where folks are going with that and, one. And it's not March yet, so... No love for Mr. March, Devo Davis. That is also that true. He's been very quiet this offseason. And, you know, I know the, all those guys lived a lot better than we did when we were in oh, college. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm certain of that. They weren't eating four-day-old pizza. <laughs> no, sir. Better uh, cars. <laughs> that, too? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Every job has one of these employees. When you worked in an office, which one were you? The one who's always cold, the one who's always hungry, or the one who always wants to go home? I'm always wanting to go home. Yeah, 75% of you said... You're the person that wants to go home. Oh, let's see here. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, you that one. You've gotten a lot in on this this week. I have. Um, Tommy must have lit a fire under you, man. Well, what I've done is I have outsourced some of this. To, to I got you. Okay. Texter Cannon wants to know, does being consistently inconsistent make you consistent? Yes. 81.2% of you said yes. Uh, Abner would like to know, the word G-I-F, the computer term, is it a soft G like giraffe, hard G like game, or a silent G like gnat? It's a hard G. 64.5% of you said GIF. And, oh, by the way, today is Hedy Lamar's birthday. Yeah, Hedy. Hedy. That's Hedley. If you're a Blazing <laughs> Saddles fan, that takes on a whole different yeah. meaning. Uh, Jacob and Conway would like to know, would you rather Never pay any taxes ever again or never have to sleep again. Never pay any taxes again. I heard right. you guys talking about this. I'm with DQ. I like my sleep. And money in your pocket. Well, yeah. 87.7% of you uh, said you'd rather never pay taxes. Uh, Mitchell and Lincoln would like to know, does not rounding up your total for a charitable donation make you a bad person? No, it does not. It Dang. does not make you a bad person. 92.7% of you. What do you no. guys say when they ask you, would you like to donate? Do you just say yes, no, or no thank you? Or how do you respond to Depends that? on if I'm being asked by a computer or a person. 
Okay. Well, let's just say it's a person for the sake of argument. I, I, I have a standard response, which is I'm a single dad with a teenage daughter. You think I got extra money? Yeah. And okay. that's, how, that's how I get out of it. Okay. No, nobody, it, nobody ever bothers me after that. Um, I always know, you, you know, it's always a struggle. Uh-oh. Chuck, you got to put another quarter in the machine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. There we go. Right. Sorry. There we go. Now, Chuck, I was asked this question this morning, and um, don't read too much into this, but when you begin dating someone, should you be able to ask, and of course be asked, if that person owns a gun? I'm asking for a friend. You have a new girlfriend? No. God, no. No, no. God, no. No, no. Not me. No, sir. No. I think it's okay to, you know, I mean, does he think she's maybe a little, I don't know, Psychotic? crazy? Crazy? Well, I mean, if he suspects that, then I think it's a fair question. 81.7% mm. of you uh, said yes. Also, and this is just, I'm freelancing here. What is, um, what's the proper etiquette in the Sonic drive through line? Can you order food in the drive through Yeah, I mean, if you could, if you order it, I mean, you can't pull up to the window and order it there. But, at the but yeah, you can order food going through the drive-through. Yes, that's for you two right there. It's just more polite if you're going to have a big food order to go to one of the stalls and not clog up the whole drive-through. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with now, that. Now I'm going to quote one of the great fictional literary figures of all time, Ricky Rose. Dead. Your rules, not mine. <laughs> I don't Rose. think so. Are my rules? You, you got a problem with that? Beat me there. Okay. Uh, those are your Ruskin and Zach Expo. All right. Very good. Perficity with Chuck Barrett here on Ruskin and Zach. I'm sorry about that. The you, I had a lozenge, and then like one of the little particles of the lozenge <laughs> got stuck in my throat. I think it's still in there. And um, yeah. Then uh, my eyes started watering, and I'm coughing over here. So Chuck, what's happened to Clay? Clay is really going ah. off the reservation. Uh, he hit me with this this week. Zach Orange, you can rot in hell. Oh. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> now, now, to be fair, this is when uh, Zach said that Darren McFadden should not have won a Heisman Trophy. That's that's the that's the context of the... Uh, Zach, you can rot in hell. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what's up with Clay. That, 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 that sort of language, that sort of personal attack's not... Uh, not like him. Well, well he's, you know, he's he's over there in the woods. You know, you, I mean, he's you, moved over there. He's you know, he's preparing for the you know the Great War. I you, mean, you've, he's, you've been out of the different. loop with us for a little while, but I mean, I go commando a lot. So underwear is kind of you know I don't need it that much. Man, well, wow. <laughs> sounds to me like he's a, sounds like Clay's lost his mind. He's living he's off the land. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's grown the beard out. He's you know he's potato farming. Does he it's have a beard for real? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. What's that old Jimmy Buffett song? Now that I'm old, uh, what I don't go to church, I don't cut my hair, I don't wear underwear, something like that. <laughs> That's Clay now. Yeah, he's just he's gone off the. I mean, he's just gone off the planet, and uh, yeah. and and he is uh, he's living the life we all want to. Yeah, he is. We we all aspire to be like Clay Henry one day. Yeah. Do you think you interrupt him when you call him to be on the show? Do yeah, you think he's yeah. Like, I, I, do we're you? actually we're thinking we we may have to get him under the same guise that we get you, which is a court order. Yeah, we yeah. have to get the, the state involved. How's it going, by Well, you way? know, when you're Clay, there's never enough time to do all the nothing you want to do. So, you know, right. I'm sure he tries to fit you guys in in yeah, his busy day. We got him in Colorado. Fly uh, tying. And- he was he was in Colorado shooing elk off a golf course yeah. when we brought him in. I heard his story. I heard his story. His grand tale. Yeah. Do you believe any of that? Or is he just out there, you know, just beat up doing nothing? Well, you know, Clay's kind of like the Forrest Gump of outdoors. He just finds himself in all kinds of situations. You wouldn't imagine him being there. But, you know, there he is. Like this? Now, as I've What's said your- many times, I, I, I remember when Clay was not an outdoorsman and uh, when he was a golfer, period, end of story. And then one day he got that Orvis catalog, man, and he never looked back. <laughs> Can I tell the Clay story now? What I story is that? statute of limitations. Chuck, you were there. Um, when? This what? would have been, we were playing at Dawn Hill, and we were a group behind you. Oh, God. <laughs> and Clay was having a tough day. Oh, I know this story. Oh, and, I thought you were going to talk about a shot I hit. No, 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 I no. Think no. I, I think I had a house that day, if I remember right. We, you, me, and, and some mutual friends, we were coming up uh, behind you guys, and you guys were getting ready to tee off on the 18th. Clay was having a bad day. And Clay 
apparently was was having the worst of the day. And you guys, again, were the group in front of us, and we couldn't hear all of it. We could just see it. And he hit a shot, and if you remember the 18th at Dawn Hill, there's a lake off to the left. And he hit a ball that I swear took a left turn and went right into the lake. And Clay had had enough at that point, took his clubs and threw them in the lake. I mean, just took the bag and just threw them in the lake. Really? Yeah. Goes out, realizes he starts, and if you've ever been out, I don't think Dawn Hill exists anymore. But from where he was standing was, I mean, he just turned right and went right into the parking lot. Realized that he left his stuff in his bag. Gave, went, got one of the, we were at a Cub Scout. It was a Cub Scout or Boy Scouts golf outing. I think it was you. I'm almost positive it was you, Chuck. But he um, he got so mad that he forgot that he had left his keys and something else in there. And he he just, he got one of the, the Cub Scouts, gave him a couple bucks to go get the thing out of the lake. Got his keys, got his wallet, threw his clubs back in and got in the car and left. Oh. Wow. I have never heard that story. Okay, I had to have been 40 years it, ago, 30 years it, ago. It was probably 93. I swear it was you that was in that group, but I know it was him. Yeah. Because it was one of the first times I'd met him. Oh, wow. Yeah, the great Clay Henry, wow. and I watched him throw a golf bag You didn't into think a he was such a nice guy, did you? Well, you know, I'm, I, look, I'm 22 years old at the time, and, and you know, and I think. Oh, I thought you were the one in the Cub Scouts. I misunderstood. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, I thought you were. No, they wouldn't take maybe, me. They, maybe a Boy Scout or no, something. No, no, yeah, no. He, I, I, I don't remember that. Okay, but I, I don't I doubt. Maybe I don't doubt it. You know, but I don't, I don't, I don't recall that. Well, I could have sworn it was. It may have been Dudley. I, I, it might have been Dudley. I don't know. Okay. Well, we can ask uh, Clay on Monday. Yeah, absolutely. You remember? I do Dawn. remember playing at Dawn Hill, though, and I do remember it was not pretty. <laughs> I do remember that. But we had a good time, though, right? I think so. I think so. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.